Ahora sí, que comienza el pinche podcast. What's up, you guys? Happy Monday. Uh, my name is Jorge Flores, and I'm welcome to the Nomads podcast. Uh, glad to have you guys back for another week. I know, mostly been me rambling to myself, and um, sorry about that. Um, my bad. It's because uh, I always pay attention to the little monitor, and I keep going on red. And uh, it's kind of tricky to uh, want to come in excited and then have to dial it down, which means probably get a new mic. Uh, <laughs> a little behind the scenes, uh, I'm using a pretty good gaming headset. So, but I have noticed because I have listened back that my audio sounds a lot higher. I think now that I listen to myself, it's really tricky not to sound like with a high voice. I don't know. But enough of me being self-conscious. Uh, you can reach out to the uh, podcast Twitter at no underscore mods zero zero nine, or you can reach out to me at adept underscore apron on Instagram. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a pretty slow week. You know, it's that weird transition time between, um, como se dice, between Christmas and. Uh, what you would call it? Oh, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, because one, we ate a lot of fucking food. Two, you spent most of your money. And three, unless you already did your Christmas shopping, then fuck. Dude. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's an issue, right? Which is why you can call me cheap. I tend to just cook for everybody for Christmas because it's one less thing they have to do. Which, I don't think that's cheap. I think you putting in the work for someone. Or your family. Or someone, you know? You could you could be making someone's favorite meal for Christmas. And I think that's a valid gift. You can argue with me about that. But I think that's pretty valid. And, uh, sorry if you can hear my dog. Um, I already played with the motherfucker. So I don't know what the fuck else he wants. And I already gave him a blanket. So, um... Getting sidetracked. Alright, welcome to Nomad's Podcast. Uh, where the logo looks like a server ticket, so... Or order ticket, so let's try to treat this with an order ticket. Like I covered in the previous podcast, it should be around 20 minutes. I'm starting to speak up pretty fast, and I know it's still pretty early on in the podcast. Um, that being said, moving forward, I probably will make these a little bit longer. Just because... Uh, the more I do these, the more curious I get to... Um, what other podcasts are like because I know there are a few podcasts that are 30 minutes to 45 minutes long but then which I think it just depends what kind of thing you're trying to run so I don't know we'll see we'll see we'll see we'll see it's still early on um I might as well just pay the subscription cost huh (laughs) um uh, I I don't know this is tricky I did bring up food for Christmas which makes me wonder what typical food is for Christmas other than tamales, pozole, ponche, which is a very Mexican Christmas. Because I don't think I've actually sat into like a traditional Christmas setting. Now that I'm trying to think about it, nothing comes to mind. Other than like what, like a roasted ham? Well, that's a good question. I should probably look into it, but probably not. I don't know. Do people cook for Christmas? Holy shit. 
This is tripping me out. <laughs> Unlocking childhood memories. <laughs> um, what the fuck? What have I ate for Christmas? Cause all I remember for eating for Christmas is the weird shit they would do at schools. Like everyone does like a potluck. Oh well, that makes sense, huh? Christmas is usually like a potluck event. And now that I'm thinking about it, um, when I was in the Boy Scouts, it was mostly potlucks. Huh. That makes a lot more. Oh, that makes way more sense because that makes less. Um, how do you say it? There's more of a. Everyone's pitching in together. I think that creates like a spirit, you know. The spirit of Christmas. I just blew my own mind. <laughs> that being said, make sure you're, if you're cooking anything for your potluck, make sure you cook everything correctly, well seasoned. Know your group. Know your audience. And I mean, you can handle it. It's not like cooking is that hard. You just need to not be afraid of it, you know? You gotta let it cook. The amount of times that... The amount of times I've seen, like, people both in a kitchen and outside of a kitchen try to, like, say something's done, and then you cut into it and it's not done, it's pretty baffling. Like, I mean, I mean, granted, I've done it myself, because, um... In culinary school, they teach you to, like, how to pan fry, like, a chicken breast. Because you had to, like, uh, how do you say, you had a, what's the thing? You had to butcher, like, a whole chicken, right? So you would get the chicken breast. And the moral of the story is, you know you did your chicken correctly. If you could pan fry it with only one flip. And that shit's really tricky, because you have to start skin side down. Or else you won't get it like a nice crisp and you'll overcook the breast. Because um, the fat will like... Will, will It'll cook the chicken breast but like there's like another layer between the chicken breast and the heat. So it's kind of... And if you fry the, the skin side down too long then you'll end up with burned chicken skin. Which is very... Depending who you are it could be good or terrible. <laughs> um... I mean, on top of that, there's people that can, like, oh, oh, oh that's why I say know your audience, right? Because you can cook a steak, like, mid-rare or, like, medium, which safe bet is usually medium because a few times I've served a solid medium rare. Everybody sends it back saying it's too undercooked, but I don't know. Know your audience, right? <clears throat> um... Oh, damn, I actually don't have much to talk about this week. Damn. I mean, giving food tips for 20 minutes is kind of tricky because, I mean, I don't know, like, the kitchen should be spontaneous, which is why the whole no mods, <clears throat> no mods aspect, right? Like, you order something and you get it, but, like, I've, I don't know if I've said it before, but everybody has their way of getting it from point A to point B. And I feel like when you create something with no mods or no modifications, that point A to point B can be as fun as you want to make it or as straightforward as you want to make it. And both are perfectly okay because sometimes simple flavors are a lot stronger or a lot more... Um, it, it'll agree with your palate a lot more. 
Meanwhile, when you create, well, and it's easier to comprehend, especially when you learn how to cook. When you try to do whatever you like from point A to point B, you're creating a lot of uh, small steps for yourself that if you don't follow them or don't commit to them well enough, you're essentially creating slop, which is, it's a very strong word, but like you're creating, como se dice, the... You're creating too many layers that will prevent you from getting, it's like, man, what's a good analogy for this? I don't know. That's tricky. Like, oh, you're, um, it's not muddling the flavor, but like, you're losing sight of point B, you know, because now you're focused on all these other like small steps. Because like, for instance... A, 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 an easy point A to point B one would be um, like fajitas. I was going to say um, uh, sausage and peppers, but it's pretty much pretty similar, right? Or depending who you are, sometimes you want to start with your peppers and onions first. And um, or if you start with peppers and onions first, that means you're caramelizing the onions a little longer and the peppers are going to become sweeter and more stew-like. So when you... Yeah, that's correct. And if you add your meat first, which is what I like to do, is, um... Or, like, chicken... It, it works with same with the chicken or beef fajitas, right? I prefer adding your protein first because all the... Like, on a high heat, right? Like, and you get like a nice like crispy bottom on the on the bottom of your pan. And that's when you want to add your peppers and onions. Because to me, like you're going to, all that flavor that's stuck on there will come off onto the peppers and onions and season everything really well together. But that would create you like a very like soft tender vegetables with like a soft tender meat. Um, meanwhile, on the flip side. You can do it very straightforward. Oh, no, I guess it's not. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like most people will cook the meat and their vegetables, right? Huh. Huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes a lot more sense. Um. Huh. No, no, see, see, see. <laughs> that, now, um, if you can get back to me about how you make your own fajitas, but, um... Because other method that I was thinking about is um, some people like to create flavor profile, which is when you add your cook your onions and your peppers, but don't mix them together yet. Like you want to like cook them on set on on each half of the pan, and you're gonna toss them. And then as soon as you start getting aromatic and like colorful, then that's when you either a pull everything out of the pan and then add your meat. And then you're going to fold in your vegetables once the meat's pretty much uh, cooked. Or you can just add your meat on top of the cooked vegetables, which I think takes a lot longer. And then it makes it very, like, soupy. But, I mean, I guess that's what I mean by, like, no mods. Like, you can get from point A to B however you want. And I just described three different ways of making fajitas. Um, by the way, you season your meat ahead of time. <laughs> Just, 
just so we're on the same page. Ay way. <laughs> but I, I guess that's a trip, huh? Because then there's a, whatchamacallit. And then there's like the weird argument about rice. Like, do you boil water and then add your rice? Which, I don't know, dude, that shit's weird because I've seen both. But I know the very common and most straightforward answer is uh, put everything in your pot or rice cooker, then like set a timer, and then make sure it simmers, and da da da, so forth. So, I don't know. I've seen a lot of weird shit where I question. I question that shit a lot. Oh, like another point A to point B, but I guess it depends where you're from and what type of fried rice you're trying to make is essentially uh, fried rice. Like, the last time I made fried rice, someone told me, like, I make it very wok style or, like, there's a lot of motion. There's a lot of, like, uh, pull this out, pull it, put this back in, da 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 Whereas I've been forced to cook, and I don't like this method, where you have everything going in the pan, and then you add your egg, and then you scramble it in, which there's nothing wrong with that. It's perfectly fine, but to me, that's not a that's not the fried rice I like to make at home or at work. Or that's what I'm trying to say. I won't make that one for myself. I'd rather, um, how do you say it? I don't even know how to describe what the fuck I'm trying to say, but like. <laughs> All I re or my technique is scrambled egg. So, be but beforehand, you saute your vegetables, then you saute your meat, then you pull everything out. And then, and then once the wok or your pan is uh, seasoned, you, um, you add your egg. And then before it begins to set, you want it 40% cooked. Right? So you're you're scrambling it. Forty percent cooked, like still wet. Hit it with your rice and start folding it all together. Cause when the egg is still um soft, it'll coat the rice and it'll fold everything together and like you'll get less you'll get smaller egg bits and you'll coat the egg with the rice. And then once that's like eighty percent cooked, then you hit it with um with your with uh, your protein, and, it, and then when that's almost done, then you hit it with your veggies, season, a little MSG, depending who you are. <laughs> um, you're pretty much set. But there's been I've seen so many versions of fried rice that like they're equally good. I can't judge. I fucking love rice. So there's that. The only rice I will fight you on is eggless fried rice, because I don't know what the fuck. I mean, I get it, but it's not for me. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not trying to argue. <laughs> I'm not trying to argue with myself, because <laughs> that's a losing fight. <laughs> but I mean, and just so you know, it's not that I sound crazy. Just um, I'm not saying you have to be prepared, but this is more like, conversations you have in the kitchen you know like you try to say something and someone will be like hey nah that's not how it is are you stupid i'm like no way i just saw it on food network and everybody laughs, <laughs> um but yeah 
Wow, that went way off course. I went off. Alright, typical Christmas foods. Alright. Ham. Tamales. I've seen ceviche. <laughs> uh, ooh, a fucking like a... Oh, meatloaf would be pretty solid, huh? Probably mashed potatoes with that. Ooh. Let's see. Some cornbread. <laughs> um, oh, wait. What else? What is a very traditional... I don't know. I'll get back to you guys on that. I have a whole week to prepare for Christmas. Um, damn, I'm not even that... No, 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 no. So pretty early. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like trying to f condense my content into 20 minutes is a lot harder than just trying to fill in 30 minutes. Because 30 minutes, I can just start talking about whatever comes to mind. But in these 20 minutes, I'm trying to make it about food, trying to make it about the kitchen industry. And I don't know. But... There's a spirit to it, you know, or like there's a um, energy behind this no mods mentality, which I'll keep saying and I'll keep drilling it down. And I'm saying it more for myself. And let's be honest. If you're not telling yourself stuff pretty on a daily basis, there's nothing wrong with you. But like, I suggest you guys build that drive. Not, I'm not saying like build that drive towards cooking, but like build that drive for yourself, like. Like, um, the level of consistency doesn't have to, um, always, level of consistency always has to be on, but you can take it however you want, which reflects back to the whole point A, point B. Like, if your level of consistency is very straightforward, good for you, but if you want to add a little bit more flavor, then you add as much flavor as you want until you get to B. And I feel like, Adding flavors will give you more experiences, and not, and, and you'll feel it more mentally, and physically, depending what you commit yourself to. And in a way, I am trying to say that I'm trying to go back to the gym, <laughs> and um, oh, it's tricky. It's tricky, 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 cause I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting kind of existential, but like, uh, I say just commit. Be consistent, even if it's two days a week, because you'll slowly feel the progress. Your body will like crave it a little bit more. So I feel like mentally breaking that monotony of being bored or doing nothing, kind of like, it's not depressing, but like it kind of like makes you dull or like complacent or stagnant or whatever other word you might, I can say that might sound insulting, but like. I don't know, I think it's important to challenge yourself. And I think that's why cooking is a very good uh, hobby or career, because there's always something new to, like, attack. And not necessarily food-wise, but, like, person-to-person uh, -person relations, you know? Because not everybody's having a good day. And if you're trying to be a good team member, you need to either, A, um, put up with your shit, follow through, or give a reaching hand, or do both, you know? But... Doing both will give build more character for you. And, uh, I don't know. But then, that's when things get a little complicated, and that's why there's a lot of drama in the kitchen sometimes. Yeah, honestly. I think that's a good way to put it. I'll probably end it there, because I'm not... I think I might be coming up with some, like, uh... 
how do you say it? Uh, with some unsolved or some underlying uh, anger, depression, along with the kid. I don't know. I'm not. No, 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 no. Uh, aggression? I think it's underlying aggression. I call it Sasson. <laughs> On that note, hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Uh, happy Monday. Uh, if you guys want to reach out to me or the podcast, the podcast Twitter is. Uh, no underscore mods zero zero nine, or you can reach out to me at adept apron or adept underscore apron on Instagram, and I hope to hear from you guys pretty soon. Uh, thank you for listening to the No Mods podcast.